ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to this week's edition of Midweek Mind Candy. Thank you for dropping by, spending some time with us, relax, and just see if we can't expand your awareness about another amazing word that we utilize in our everyday conversation. I'm Stacy Johnston, honored to be here with you, and equally as honored to sit alongside my co-host, Kathy Holland. Kathy, how are you today? I had my phone muted. Ha! Sorry. Well, how are you today, girl? <laughs> Started off crooked, but we're doing good. <laughs> good. I'm so glad. So before we get started, Kathy, take, a, take just a minute and tell us a little bit about Guided by Grace and how you feel like these conversations that we have add to your business. So... Guided by Grace revolves around resource connection. Everybody needs something, but a lot of people don't know where to start. Right? So a lot of what I do is connect people. I connect people with, with other people, with services, with products, with, you know, with whatever it is. So I think that the conversations that we have and the doors that are opening because of these conversations and the people that we talk to and the things that they do only add to my toolbox because, you know, if somebody comes along and they say, you know, I'm a stay-at-home mom, I really want to get back into the workforce, but I don't know where to start, I know who to send them to. (laughs) Right? Thank you, Kathy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so that that, that part of it has really fed into it quite nicely. Hmm. That's good. I love the benefits that come along with it. You know, I think when I look at and lighten up and the coaching business that I run and the people that I connect with, I think these conversations that we have, they really help me communicate better with the people that I work with because it makes me so much more conscious about the words that I use and how I use them and conscious enough to step back and, and take some time to make sure that, that we're both seeing the communication the same way. Right, I, I've learned through all of this that we can have a conversation and have two completely different concepts about the outcome of that conversation or the meaning of that word or how it sat with everyone. So it's really made me aware of how I conversate with the people that I work with and just to make sure that I'm hearing their definition, not just my own. Um, really love it. It's fun. So if you're ready, let's bring in a guest and let's have another one today, shall we? I'm ready. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we have a beautiful soul returning with us, Tom. She was a, a guest on our Uncaped Heroes podcast, and we had such a delightful conversation. It was only fair that she come back and join us for this. So, ladies and gentlemen, good morning, Cindy Lish. Good morning, Stacey and Cassie. Thank you so much for having me back. I am thrilled to be on another, another one of your podcast episodes. Well, you're a great conversationalist, and this is so much fun. So today we are going to unpack the word restore. And we're going to let you kick us off. When you hear the word restore, Cindy, tell me, what does that mean to you? So restore is such a cool word, right? When I first hear the word restore, the image that flashes in my head is um, restore to factory setting, right? You know when you have a computer or your, or your smartphone or something and something's going wrong and you just have to put it back to the way it was. You have to start it all over again. 
Um, and that's what you're doing. You're restoring it, bringing it back to where it was. Now, when we take that word restore and we think about it for ourselves, is, you know, and this is something that I talk to my clients about a lot, is we need to restore ourselves back to where we were back. You know, as a stay-at-home mom, if you've left the workforce, a lot of times what happens is the longer that you're at home, um, you know, the more your confidence dwindles. The more you see yourself just as a mom, and I use that word in quotation marks, just, but you don't see yourself for the valuable employee, for what you can bring to a company, um, you know, for, for what you have that's better than anybody else that you can do, your work ethic. Um, and we need to restore that. We need to restore the confidence in people that they can do this, bring this back again to where they were on, on top of the world, right? Um, you know, if you lose a job, if you're fired, you often feel that I'm not good enough, and you need to restore the confidence that you had before. So restore is all about bringing back to where you were. Okay, I like that. Cassie, how about you? How about restore for you? Restore for me, I always think of like a clean slate, right? Because in order to restore something, you have to rebuild something, right? And the cool thing about having to rebuild it is that you get to rebuild it with the knowledge that you already have. Right. So you get to rebuild and you get to restore according to your desires, right? You already know that that didn't work, so if you're going to try and rebuild, how do you how do you change that, right? You can rebuild and restore to whatever you're aspiring to, but you get to do it how you want to do it because you have the knowledge that tells you how not to do it, right? I appreciate that. I appreciate that, that, that utilization of, of learned knowledge as you make that restoration. Mm, I like that. You know, I think when I think of the word restore, I think... Again, bring back that original beauty. Um, bring back the essence of what that was. But I think even, even now, you know, if you buy a piece of furniture and you restore that old piece of furniture, there has to be something new to it to make it last for the next for the next round. And so again, I think that's where your acquired knowledge, like you said, comes in. You can restore it back to that. Bring back that original beauty. Bring back the artwork. Bring back the mastery. But it takes the newness of what's now to make it last, to make it, to make it shine, to make it withstand what's coming. So I, I think that a lot holds true for us, too, as we look to, to restore ourselves, our faith, our hope, our, our power. Um, just, just like you said, Cindy, your confidence. As we come to a place where we need to restore those things, we get to build that back up. But I love the analogies, Kathy, to take into that restore your new knowledge so that it's a stronger version of that original beauty than it was before because it's got something new underneath it. Uh, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot, that, that bringing knowledge in. Cindy, where does that take you? So, you know, I like to talk about, I agree, right? So we're adding new knowledge to it, um, and we're also adding our experiences, not 
experiences and things that we have conquered and overcome and struggled and strength and how we have gotten to this point. So when we're restoring ourselves, we're looking back and saying, you know something, I can do this. Look at the things I did before. Look at the things I've done now. Look at the things I've survived. Um, and I can restore myself to even an even better place than I was when I started the first time around. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I've had, you know, I've had struggles. I've had experiences. I've had all of these different things. Um, you know, again, with the, I deal with something very differently, you know, I'm privileged with the moms, is that with, their, with the restoration, they kind of, you know, there is a separating of what I did before and then what I did as a stay-at-home mom, okay? So it's really restoring to put all that together and see that new person, right? Remembering what you did before, restoring what you did before, restoring that confidence, um, because confidence is something that has to be rebuilt up in people all the time. You know, when something, when something sets you off, when you uh, have disappointments in life, when things don't go your way, when you don't get a raise, you don't get a promotion, you're trying to do something in life, something doesn't work, right? We all have obstacles every single day. Um, you know, or we have trouble with our children or, or anything else like that, um, and we think we're doing it right, um, confidence can start to fade. So it's always that restoring of, yes, I can do this. Yes, I'm smart. Yes, I've overcome all these things. Look at where I am from where I was. Mm. I like that. There's a lot of power in that. There's a lot of confidence that gets built in that understanding right there. And I think that's part of what's missing. I think there's a huge fear around bringing back what you had before because maybe it's not going to be good enough anymore. It's not going to meet the mark anymore. Times have changed. Things are different. And so I think that fear might play into that restoration. You know, I mean, look at a house. If, you, if you're going to buy a new house, we want to buy one that's turnkey versus the fear behind what if I have to restore that. Right? I mean, some people thrive on that challenge, and some people are very bound by fear in those very challenges. Um, how, how much do you think fear plays into that, Timmy? Oh, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> it's all fear. It, it's all fear, right? It's all fear that when I restore myself that I am not that person that I was before, right, that I can't restore that, that that's who I was in a different time period, but now I have so many other challenges and obligations and time restrictions that how can I ever restore myself back to that? And that's the powerful transformation that happens when I work with my clients. You know, I, you know, time and time again, a client will tell me, wow, I you know, I had forgotten who I was, right? I had lost myself in this whole, you know, motherhood and, and, and being a wife and being a mother and everything, and I had forgotten. I had lost me, right? It's that restoration. It's restoring yourself to you. It's not even remembering what's important to you anymore, what you value. Of course, your children, your family is number one. But besides that, there has to be something that's you, right? Your entire identity can't just be them, um, and it's that restoring that to yourself, restoring your own values, your own worth, your own, I am not just a mom and a wife and a driver and an organizer and the travel agent and the chef and, and the nurse and whatever, but I am me. Let me restore myself. You know, when people call you up and say, you know, I, I got a master's, I did, but I never worked here, 
I, I want to go and I don't want the rest of my life to go. And I wanted to, I had a client the other day. She said, I wanted to do this since I was 11 years old. I wanted to be in HR. And everything just happened. And I got married and I had kids and everything happened. I want to restore that. I don't want, I don't want the end of my life to happen. And I never found me. Losing you is so, that's the biggest restoration, is that right there, that, that loss of you, that fear. I love that concept, Cindy, and for what you do for your clients in that. That's very powerful. Cassie, where does that take you? When, you? when you look at things like, in our world right now, we are in a place of restoration. People are getting their health back in check, their families back in check, their, their business decisions back in check. There's so many, there's so much restoration happening within our society right now where does where does that take you Cassie how do you see that 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 ability that need to restore now in the world we're in and where does that play in I think that you know there is a lot of restoration that needs to happen right but I also want to bring to light the fact that you know, even, even I, I'm a stay-at-home mom, right? So even being a stay-at-home mom, I have to realize that just because I was not actively in the mix doesn't mean that I still haven't grown the last seven years, right? So the new knowledge and the new stuff that I have learned and that I have gained is what I need to focus on to take me on to the next part, Right. Same for society, right? We have had a lot of stuff go down in the last couple of years that needs some, some TLC, right? It all needs to be restored and rebuilt from a different place, right? But I'm hoping that when they do that, they do it with the knowledge that they have gained over the last two years, right? People say, I want to get back to who I was. But do you really? Because who you were back then was also short of A, B, C, and D, and those have taken over your life, right? So do you really want to get back to who you were before that, or do you want to figure out how to readjust your life to fit your dreams? Mm. Restore with newness. Yeah. Mm. I like that. How about you, Cindy? I, I, I agree with what Cassie has to say. I mean, there's a balance in it. There's a balance between restoring where you were um, and knowing that you can still do that um, and then looking and saying, yes, I'm, I'm not the same person that I was seven years ago, and what do I want for me now, right? Because we want different things at different times in our lives. So if we restore ourselves to the exact same position, like, for example, if you, you know, if you worked in corporate and you traveled a lot and you worked 50 hours a week and you traveled every other week, well, as a mom, that's probably not the restoration you're looking for, right, because you're not looking to go in that direction. So it, you are looking for some of the restoration of what did I do in my previous life, what can I still do, and how can I use now the additional knowledge skills that I have from my own business, from my volunteering, from everything else like that that I've done in seven years to match my current, my current needs, my current why, right? So I'm restoring myself to another, to another place, but it is important to remember both. It is important to remember what, you know, where you were, have that knowledge, plus what you have going forward. Mm. I like that. 
you know, I think the word restore and the word renew, um, they're so much the same and they're so different at the same time because restore is to bring back that original beauty and that, that peace, that, that center again, that ground. Right? I, I kind of think about when I need to restore my soul or just have that moment when I've, I've been sad or I've been through a lot or I've had a moment or I've had an experience, then I need to kind of restore my center. You know, I've I got to find my ground again and, and my, my dance partner and make the music, right? I've got to restore my own sanity and my own course so that I can renew with something different. Um, where do you think self-grace plays into this restoration that we're talking about? Oh, self-grace is really important. Talk to self-grace me is really important. We have to be kind to ourselves. We have to realize everything else that's going on, right, and that we are one person, and we have to, you know, we have to allow self-grace. For example, you know, we have to allow self-grace for, well, what happened in our lives during this pandemic, right? Were we homeschooling our children where maybe we weren't before, and that impacted every part of our lives, from our schedules to our emotions to our physical time to our mental time to our emotional time, right? Um, you know, we're less active in the pandemic. Did that, we need self-grace because, well, maybe by not leaving the house, um, you know, maybe put on a couple of pounds because we never left the house. We haven't walked anywhere, right? So, you know, self-grace is always important, realizing that, you know, life is tough. Life is tough. You know, there are challenges you may have gone through that you didn't plan on, right? Maybe there's financial challenges, health challenges, fires, accidents, all kinds of things. And if you can't look upon that with grace and say, you know what, I, I'm doing pretty good. I'm okay. I'm doing the best that I can, right? And accepting who you are, you, you know, I mean, as we all you know, you know, um, you know, hit that grown and sexy stage and start to mature, we can't expect that our life that we're going to say oh, look the way we did when we were 22 years old, okay? Mm-hmm. And we have to, we can't expect to restore to that. We have to, we have to be proud of who we are right now and have grace for ourselves and what we're doing right now, mm-hmm. okay? Otherwise, it's unrealistic expectations, and it's not, it's not represented. It also doesn't show how beautiful we have become. Mm. Right. That, that newness that we have unfolded. I love what we have become. And we don't recognize what we have become. We get so centered on what we lost. We lose sight of the beauty of what we have become in it all. And I, I think that's a, one great place where self-grace plays into that is recognizing your beauty and recognizing how far you've come and how powerful you are. Cassie, when you look at Guided by Grace and you talk about self-grace and, and you work with your people, where does self-grace play into you in Restore? I think I have a um, slightly different interpretation of self-grace, right? I, you know, I've been clean for 15 years. I've been out of the workforce for seven. I'm a stay-at-home mom. So I spend a lot of time wondering, you know, should I have done this? Should I have done that? And so self-grace is like a daily thing for me. I have to daily tell myself that I'm exactly what I'm supposed to be, right, that I'm, that I'm, I'm doing okay. So Amen. it's a 
it's a verb for me. <laughs> hmm. I love that. You know, and verb in the words is the thing. So that's actually my next question, which is going to bring us around to our close. Cindy, and the clients that you work with and the people that you touch and the life that you live, how do you verb restore? How do you model that as an attribute? You know, we talk a lot, you know, and, and we talk a lot about, because a lot of my clients talk to me about, I don't feel confident. I don't feel that I can do it. I don't feel that I can do this anymore. And we talk a lot about restoring that confidence, restoring that value, reminding you of how awesome you are, which is a combination of both what Cassie talks about, of everything new that you have learned and grown and experienced since your time staying home, plus everything that you did before. So we talk about restoring all of that to make you the, the strong, um, empowered, confident woman that you can be today. I like that. I like that. I, I think that's really one of the biggest challenges that we, we lay out to our audience and to our guests alone is to take this word for the next week and figure out how do you verb it? How do you model this in your life? How do you live a confident, restore? and restoration so that they see the beauty in that. I love it. Ladies, I can carry on with this conversation all afternoon. We have, I love these conversations and what it brings to my heart. But with respect to you, Cindy, our guest, and with respect to our audience, we are at that place where we're going to have to wind down. I would love our audience to please remember that we're brought to you by Enlighten Up and Guided by Grace. If we can serve you in some way, if you have a story you'd like to share, if you want a banner or a word, or you just need someone to talk to, we're interested in what you have to say. Please reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com. I am going to leave our audience today with a little challenge of my own. Look, take an inventory and look at your life. What, what's one thing? And it doesn't have to be a big thing. What's one little thing in your life you can look at and, and think about the process of restoration? If it's a closet, a story, a friendship, uh, a conversation you need to have, I, I challenge you to to figure out what that restored looks like for you and take the first step this week towards restoration in some way. Cassie, how would you like to leave our audience today with Restore? I would just like for everybody to remember that even if you're rebuilding a car from the ground up from the 1930s, there's no way you can restore it to original condition, right? There's no way you can get that exact same paint that they had in that, that auto body store all those years ago. So give yourself grace and realize that maybe the original condition is not really what you need to be restoring to. Cindy, how would you like to leave our audience today? You know, when you look at Restore and you're looking to restore yourself, um, focus on one area at a time. So if we're working on confidence, if we're working on where we're, we've made a difference in our, uh, to other people's lives, start writing it down. Make a list. Make a list of everything that you're doing, how you've impacted other people with 
the result and how you've changed other people's lives so that you can feel good about what you've done. If you're looking back at your work experience or your volunteer experience, don't just say, you know, I ran a bake sale. Talk about right everything that you've done for that, all the organizing, everything that you did, all the vendors that you coordinated, all the people that you handled, how much money you raised, how many happy children um, left that bake sale with, with tummies full of cupcakes, right? Write everything that you've done so that you can look at it on paper instead of just saying, I ran a bake sale, right? If you're looking to restore your health, start small. Start one thing at a time. Everything, just you can't restore your entire life overnight. Focus on one place at a time so that you can be successful, so that you cannot be overwhelmed with the restoration. 